This is the official start of whatever number episode this is of the fucking podcast. Goddamn right. Did you guys? I have it from very reliable sources. Very reliable sources. At least two manufacturers are charging a plastic mess mesh usage fee per skid next year for the mesh that goes in between the layers of the pavers. They want it returned. It's going to be $15 out, only 10 back. $5 a skid, plastic mesh usage fee. You heard it here how first much, on the Not much? Our Finest Hour podcast. <laughs> Fucking heard it here first, baby. So how many do you need to return back? Like, what if you're missing one? Have you talked to the manufacturer? Like, I, no. I assume this you've got all, the inside. all rumors and conjecture right now, but I know at least two manufacturers are committed to that. Plus, they're also going to be charging a uh, shrink wrap usage fee next year, too. That's just an outright $5 you have to pay per skid. Shrink wrap usage fee. They don't want their used shrink wrap back. They just want to charge you $5 for it. So there's no that's, com- that's coming. That's coming down the pipeline. I didn't even fucking make that up. Well, maybe I did. But I feel it's coming down the pipeline because the squeeze is on. They are squeezing the small contractors as hard as they can. These huge multi-million dollar companies are squeezing the fuck out of the small contractor. And I am waging a personal war against the squeeze. I'll lose and I'll just keep paying. But I am waging a personal fucking war. I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. I also heard that every time a rep visits your site, they're going to invoice the supplier $25 and the supplier is going to put it on your tab moving forward next year. And if you want a manager, it's $100. So if a rep comes $25 charge, manager comes $100. This They're putting the squeeze. The unfortunate part of this whole conversation is I'm these people are going to listen to this and be like, that guy's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I, I would have to pay a cent. I haven't seen a rep all season for anything. Hard to if even you get want a manager, it's going to cost you $100 a visit from now on. And I'm going to put out that all of these discussions that I had came directly from Chris Ray at, at Humber Valley Landscaping. And he may be primed <laughs> to be the first guest on this fucking show. <laughs> he might be primed to get, oh, be the first guest on the show. Well, the mesh one, I I feel like I we get a lot of mesh. We could return the mesh. They should be charging a like the mesh is just like a skid. If you're charging a skid usage fee, that's stupid as ass. You might as well charge a mesh and shrink wrap usage fee. Exactly. What about those bands, plastic bands? Well, we could charge something extra for that for sure. The steel bands. They used to do steel bands. Now they're plastic. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, the stiff steel the steel bands. Yeah, it was too recyclable. It was too how many cheap. man? How many man hours have you spent, or someone on the site spent, folding those fucking bands, trying to get oh. them into a nice pile so that you could do anything with them? Because they're completely fucking useless and in the way all the time. I bet Stepping those bands are before Mike's time. Well, uh, I worked at a supplier. You worked at a supplier, so and the top layer would always be rusted, especially yeah. if they've been sitting in the yard for a while. Did you ever see a new employee try and get those steel bands off? Oh, yeah. 
they have a fucking hell of a time. Like young kids trying to get those bands off. Where are the where are the cutters? Where are the cutters? And you take the shovel and you just fucking ram it in there. Take the shovel, Smash it open it and it cuts the kid in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> This is something that's very vivid in your mind. This This happened. Oh, yeah. This is a vicious hour already. This is a fucking spreading rumors. Fucking Chad took on Almond this week, straight up. Yeah. Story for story. Pure brawl with Caleb. (laughs) Going hardcore. A friendly. A friendly match. A friendly, friendly disagreement <laughs> on sod install rates, baby. You don't see that on roofer fucking Instagram. <laughs> no, but then uh, Caleb posted the story about how the skid steer was laying big roll. And I said that yeah. just blew his fucking theory production out of hours. production hours <laughs> way out, out to lunch. So there's an anomaly somewhere in LMN. <laughs> Hopefully he's got a little note there that says, you know, that day we laid big roll, blew the blew the whole thing out of the water. It, it fucked up all his production rates for the whole month. Yeah, that's it. I I do think if you want to charge me five bucks a skid, just fucking increase the price of the payment. Yes. That's like it should be built in, that, right? It doesn't stupid. make that, sense. And that's the idiocy of saying that they're gonna charge for the mesh when I say it. It's so stupid that they might do it because just obviously when you started putting mesh in between pavers, pavers got more expensive, right? Yes. We can all agree. Of course. Yeah. Mesh is a cost. They didn't There's do no it for fucking... free. You sure <laughs> should know they didn't do it for free. <laughs> no fucking way it happened for free. So when they started putting the mesh in between the pavers, some bean counter accountant was like, whoa, pavers got to go up half cent a layer to court count for this mesh. And they went, fuck yeah, put it up half. But when they're like, we have to increase the price of our skids, they don't put it up. You know why? Because it's harder to divide it up as a line item when you mix it in. In your accounting. Mm, Gotcha. Right? Because if you mix something, like if I'm saying dirt and sod, (laughs) even if in, in my business, I'm saying dirt and sod are together and they're $12. But someone says, how much is the dirt if we just pull it out? Or I only want to pay. Anyways, it's harder. If you pull this $5 out, it's easier to account for as a line item. Hmm. If you if we didn't get charged for skids, would you still return them to the supplier? Well, one day, skids pavers will become so valuable, no one will give a fuck about the skid that's under them. You buy a skid of salt, there's no fucking, there's no skid charge. Yeah, with everything else. A skid assault is a skid assault is so expensive that there's no skid charge. They don't care. Like mm. a skid assault's a thousand bucks. So they're like, fuck it. One day pavers will come so like that's the hope you'd hope. And then Chad could burn the skids. Burn the skids. We put them out at the road and let people take them away. Not the brick skids, but like hydrofeed skids. People take and, them? Oh yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Why wouldn't they? They yeah, they burn them or build Fucking shitty There's furniture. There's not a lot of wood stoves you know? in the condo in Toronto, Chad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Maybe, yeah. maybe in Cornwall there's a lot of wood stoves, but and people are looking for stuff to burn so they cannot freeze to death. But in Toronto in the condo, no one wants the skid when Mike puts it outside his door. I'm not no. I'm not carrying it up the elevator. You're not bringing it up the elevator? <laughs> I'm getting on the official Paper King eyewear from X Power. Oh. I wear quick shout out paper king uh 
Paver King, that's the discount code. 15%. We don't fuck around with 10. All these other motherfuckers, they fuck around with their tempers fucking such and such. We don't. 15% all day, every day. Free buzzword. See, maybe they'll sponsor the whole podcast. I noticed that a lot of other people have good sponsors, but we don't. Why if you, do you have to get a sponsor. Is? 25 episodes in. I don't 25? Know. What's, the, what's the threshold to you, for you guys that we start to actively seek out a sponsor for this? I've actually I've already started. Yeah, Mike's oh, started. you have? Oh. When I, might, I might do a hard takeover of the How to Hardscape podcast account and start like begging. <laughs> like on my hands and knees. We need a sponsor to keep the wheels rolling. Like really get on my hands and knees and beg some of these people. You're collecting $5 a skid. You're getting a million dollars. At least sponsor our goddamn podcast. Like I can't even get sponsors for the How to Hardscape podcast. So I don't think taking over the How to Hardscape account is going to get you anywhere. No, no. I'm talking about the, the Not Our Finest Hour podcast. Sorry, I fucked that up. I meant to say the Not Our Finest Hour account. Oh, gotcha. That's what you get when you come here, though. Yeah, yeah. Total disappointment. <laughs> this isn't the podcast you wanted, but it is the podcast you deserved. I listened to the Backyard Cre- the Backyard Conversations podcast today, episode one. I did, too. Scheller Outdoor Living There uh, yeah. just recently launched that. Great episode. Great launch Why so is that far. great? Fuck him. He's trying to tone in on our audience in Jamaica or Dominican or whatever. I think if we build shower. each other up, we can all succeed. Build, no, tear yeah. everyone else down so you get to the top. <laughs> building oh each other up is a bunch of crap. Tear everyone else down. Climb on top of them. You're at the top of the pile. Put up your lawn chair. Put up your oh, umbrella. Slip your Mai Tai. That was a whole idea behind your beef with Buddy who, what did he say about the edging? And you and went off on the guy. You're tearing the Sam. guy down. Yeah, you're just tearing Sam. something down, and you're not all about tearing people down. And you made here, Sam here Mike is tearing himself. people down. I was <laughs> Sam Moore. Yeah, I'm just. I'm obviously joking. I think we. Sh- I wouldn't have brought it up if I wasn't trying to promote it. I thought it was good. I thought it was nice. I'm gonna listen tomorrow. It was good. I if I thought it was crap, I would have just said nothing about it. Shellers, or you could say it's not for style. everyone. Scheller's a country music star? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, I don't listen geez. to country music. Yeah, check him out at... Uh, what's his Instagram? Scheller Music, I think. Or uh, maybe like Scheller this... Outdoor Living Music. People make this, this guy make me disappointed in my life. He's a country music star. He's launching his own podcast. He's got a great company running. Craig he's Scheller Music. This, he's using Synced Up. To his advantages, I'm doing none of this shit. Yeah, you're just here with us. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, fighting with, no, I'm fighting with some dude in some backyard in Toronto who wants to put an outdoor bathroom in, and I'm like, "Yo, an outdoor bro, bathroom, like, yeah, in a fucking cabana." And I'm like, "I've never." Why had did Mike? Why did Mike leave? Mike, you're gone. I had that, that I did really turn the heater down. Me. I was getting hot. Oh, you're not heating it with Chad's. Busted skids from the road. <laughs> I am an hour and a half closer to you guys this week than I was last week. I'm, oh wow! I'm over. Yeah, I'm overnight in Kingston for the well for the past last couple of days. Trying You're to further than Kingston. Yes, I'm an hour and a half past Kingston. Wow. 
That's but far. here I am. So we have an Airbnb. There's five of us here. Um, just trying to get through the week and build some retaining walls. I missed being on a commercial landscape site with civil guys running around doing shit. There's this guy, um, just a young kid. I guess he must be pretty green with the, the civil contractor. And he was backing in a triaxle of clear the other day. And as the truck driver dumped, the kid didn't get out of the way and buried himself up to his, sh- like up to his shorts, like halfway up his body. And I looked over and I see my guys pulling him out of the clear. <laughs> what the fuck? And then they had to dig in the clear to get the kid's boots. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm assuming he was okay. Incident, oh, yeah, he was okay. But, I mean, the, dangerous nonetheless, oh. right? So now... I don't even know how that happens to you as a person. <laughs> be stupid I don't know. He was sorry. fucking green. But now, whenever the kid, as he's running across the site, we've nicknamed him Barry. Because he got buried in the... Clear. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so where's Barry? Barry? <laughs> he's buried in the clear. <laughs> he's buried in the clear. That's awesome. Um, the same kid also got hit in the neck with a piece of flying metal from we were cutting the bars off the top of uh, those big retaining wall blocks. Um, so we could set the next course or whatever. It's 20 feet away. My buddy's using this 16 inch quick cut. So this thing's got some, some torque shoots the kid right in the neck. <laughs> and for the next 15 minutes, he's walking around the site with a, Squirting look blood. on his face. No, no, no blood, but he's like holding his neck like, like that was that was it for his day. Like he had a rough day. No way. Did that he get buried? And day? he got buried that in that and day? hit in the neck in the same day. Wow. And at the end of the day, they put a really big push on on Tuesday because um, it it was supposed to it fucking pissed rain all day. They ruined the whole day. But Civil was trying to get some stuff backfilled and the kid is walking in between the shovels and stuff like that and one of the shovel operators just yells at him, told him to go sit on the wall and he just sat on the wall for 20 minutes and watched the shovels backfill. (laughs) (laughs) Completely productive. Sit on the wall, kid. Sit on the wall. The same wall that got us all covered in tar. I had tar on my face, yeah. Why? Uh, Because they tarred the wall to waterproof it. But um, why are they waterproofing it? So it's a walkout. There's a retaining wall, and then a walkout from the bottom with a pavilion up top or something like that. It's pretty cool to see. But I've never waterproofed a wall ever. Us either. Like we didn't do it. (laughs) Civil did it, but uh, full of tar, tar everywhere. Really? Yeah. Never heard of this. I'm interested. No, I could take no, a I'm picture. Not, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> you're making a story about Caleb's sod rates, and you're not showing the one time that you tarred and waterproof to retain it. <laughs> because I didn't. I just got it all over myself whenever I was building a wall close to it, and I could like first we're like, what is this grease? Like, and it's on my gloves and stuff, and then I wipe my face. The whole thing a- sounds medieval, man. Like they're dumping the hot tar from the top of the castle, but you're there swinging the wall. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you know they used to like tar and feather people. Yeah, I got tar. Like Did you get any feathers? Maybe the joke's on me. Is there any feathers? <laughs> There's no feathers. No feathers on this job. Where Where did you eat dinner 
when you're away? Like, where were you out eating dinner? Tonight we went to a place called called Bell Bistro. What did Someone you have? from I had steak frites. Um, is that steak and French fries? It is steak and French fries. Steak. I could go to Paris. Yeah, it, I don't know. Where did you, you eat last night? We went to some Mexican place. I don't know the name of it. I can find the name of it. What did you have? Phenomenal. I had fish tacos last night. Is it a treat to be out in Kingston coming from Compared Cornwall? To Cornwall? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get, get out of Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> I had three very good meals. Um, but being on the road for, I don't love being on the road for a week, like away from my family and stuff. That yeah. sucks. But At least whatever you got gets us. the job done. Right? Yeah, I got you guys. I got my workers here. You know. It's, oh, did uh, you bring your guys? Uh, one of my guys and two of my partner's guys. So altogether, there's five of us. A lot of toilet humor, a lot mm. of bad jokes. Yeah. Are uh, you? Are, should we make this our pre-con expo in Vegas uh, episode? Sure. You know? When is con expo? I don't know, but I heard someone else talking about it on a podcast. Oh. It was actually on Caleb's. The guy who was on their River Mist Riverview contracting was talking about Conag. 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 Like okay. I don't, I, I, uh, I don't have any tickets, but I don't plan on going. But I felt like we should at least pretend we're going because that's what other podcasters are doing or going there. So maybe we should pretend we're going to go. Yeah, we we'll start making I'm, plans right now. I'm pumped about it. Vegas. I've Conag. never been to Vegas. Have you guys I've been, to Vegas? been to Vegas? No. I went to Vegas twice. Uh, a few twice. I went last time though. I went with a group of landscape contractors. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Interlock Ian. No, we did not. No. I went with uh, Andrew from Whitby Shores, Jordan, and Derek from DPR. Chris Ray from Humber Valley. Chris Arntz from Arntz the Landscape Supplier. Obviously, and uh, we went with the Shelfoon, who's been missing in action for 12 months. But uh, we went with Shelfoon from Landscape Rehab as well. It was a good trip, had a lot of fun. And Zamco met you down there, didn't he? And then Zamco came to our to the Super Bowl party we were at. We went nice. for the Super Bowl. Wicked. It was, it was, I had a great time, man. It was super fun. It was good to go away and I don't know, cause mayhem, I guess. And, well, I didn't cause any mayhem, I'm old. I mostly was tired. <laughs> mostly was Actually, tired. On that trip, jet lag, three hours difference. Mostly tired. <laughs> on that trip, Chris from Humber Valley is a very active cyclist, mountain bike. Well, cyclist of all sorts, but mountain bike. And so there's a area in the desert that's famous for cycling there that I don't remember the name of. And so he he was getting up early in the morning, and I was like, "Well, I'm up early in the morning. I'll go to the desert with you." And uh, the the shelf jumped on the train, and the three of us went out to the desert. And Chris said, "Whatever you do, don't leave the path in the desert. It's super easy to get fucking lost and die. Stay on the path." And I said, "Oh, it's the desert, bro. Like it's a fucking desert. How? What are you talking about? Stay on the path. It's fucking stupid." So we went out into the desert, and we left the path, and we got lost. Wow. And didn't know where we were. Like what direction <laughs> to go. And what type of path? Around. Like, is it a big, like, is it a road or is it? 
No, it's like a path in the de- like, like a four foot walkway. This, there's, path. No, there's this little bike place. Oh, I wish I remember the name of it. There's a little bike place, and you rent your bike, and then you ride into the desert. But I don't ride bikes because I'm fat. So I, we decided to just wander into the desert just to see what it was like as an experience. Hmm. But we wandered a bit too far, and then we left the path. And it's really easy to not be able to find the path anymore because everything in the desert looks the same. <laughs> and the mountains and hills all look the same. And so we got lost for like an hour in the desert. And then I realized I was wearing jeans and running shoes and had no water. All of this was very poorly planned. But we did find our way back. And then we ended up in some dude's backyard because his backyard was the desert. And then we walked up the side of the house and uh, and we got back into the little community where the bike riding thing is. And then Chris got back from his bike ride and we pretended that that never happened. And we were just basically out at the bike place the whole time. Oh, man. Um, can we go back to this uh, outdoor washroom thing? Did we? Oh, so I was like, Doing a, a like a bathroom in a cabana is like to me one of the worst things you could ever do. Okay, I've done it once in my life, and I was like, I'm never doing this. Like, because you have to get the sanitary into the house. Oh yeah, science. So I'm looking at the drawings, and I go, Yo, bro, like this toilet is on the far end of the cabana, as far as you could possibly be away from the house, where the grade is diving. You got to go down. And I said, where is it tying into the house? And the guy's like, why would it do that? I'm like, we're in Toronto. We're not going to build a septic bed here, bro. And I don't know what happens when you flush the toilet in your world, but this needs to go somewhere. And I'm trying to just do the excavating. I don't want to do anything else there. It's staying in the best. This is a job I don't want. I walked up. Someone else had abandoned the pool. The fucking gas meter was like literally three quarters buried in the ground. Wow. That's a bad vibe. (laughs) Then there was this whole indecision about the toilet and the cabana and no one knowing where the sanitary was going to hook into the building or if the basement was finished. I'm like, I dude, you're going to have to rip up half the floor in the fucking house. Wow. You You have to bury the pipe. Like, um, give me what, can you pause this, Mike? Uh, I can edit it out. I don't know what okay, happens. Okay, edit it out. So I got to get this. Good. We got a new cat, and it's underneath the. <laughs> I'm not editing it this out. out. Okay, this is it. Forget it. I got to save the cat. Hold on. <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna chew through the cords. <laughs> His Chris mic is gone. We just serious. we went through the first like ten episodes. Terrible Mike, Mike, and now <laughs> that cat's chewed through his mic. Come back! I want a screenshot of Mike with the cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take screenshots with this thing? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I think they can't. Probably for blackmail. I didn't see Mike being a cat guy. No, me either. I feel like you have to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys feel the awkward silence of the cat? We did. Did yeah. you? Well, I didn't see you being a cat guy, to be honest. I'm not. Okay. I didn't want the fucking cat. <laughs> Listen. Like, the give and take in this relationship here. True. I say things like, we need to get that eight ton excavator. And Kelly says, I don't know if that's a good idea. 
And then she says, I really want to get this cat. Kitten. It's a kitten. And the compromise like, would have been get an eight compromise is made. Get bro. an eight ton cat. <laughs> we're all putting our we're all putting our we're putting Kelly and I are putting our cards right on the fucking table every day. We don't mess around. Want a cat? We'll get an excavator. <laughs> That's the fucking way it goes. I'm just joking. I don't Kelly really wanted this cat and I don't care. I don't do anything with it. That's the most I've done with the cat since it arrived. <laughs> it was stuck under the desk. I guess it was scared. The cat knows that it wants to be a part of this podcast. It knows it's a winner. The cat knows. The cat knows good podcast when the cat hears it. Well, Becoming our mascot. This cat is... So the cat's name is Fitzgig. <laughs> Where does that does come any, from? Do either of you know what that is? No idea. Nope. Um, someone <clears throat> will if you're listening to this and you know who Fitzgig is, tag me in it on a story. Because I'm not going to reveal it. If I Fitz... Google it, am I going to find it out? Fitzgig? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fitzgig is famous, just not to you guys, because you guys aren't down oh, with it. What the hell is you're this? Down with Jim... You're not down with Jim Henson. Oh, maybe I. if it's a... Is it a Muppet thing? No. No? It's a Jim Henson production. It says Muppet. Well, maybe you don't know what it is. No, I know what it is. <laughs> well, apparently not. I know what it is. I'm the one that. Oh, really? This, okay, so gotcha. It's a Muppet. That's a Muppet. The series it just came out as a series on Netflix. Yeah, it was, it's like, not the Muppets, but it's a Muppet. It's not sense. the Muppets. No, there's no Kermit the Frog in our fucking house. Right. Fuck Kermit the Frog, green motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, um, th- this is before my time, so this has this no, is uh, everything I know. I'm so irrelevant on this fucking show. <laughs> I think I'm the weak. Chad says he's the weak link. I'm pretty sure he's not. Uh, I'm pretty know. confident. I don't. I was listening talk. to the Backyard Conversations podcast, and they were like talking about real stuff that could like help people. And I thought maybe we should do that. And then I was like, that's unrealistic. That's not going to happen. So so here's a question I get all the time we put in a big wall. I get a disproportionately large number of people asking what kind of wall it is every time I put in a big wall. They're somehow fat. Like, you put in a Brandon wall, nobody gives a shit. You put in a Celtic wall, nobody gives a shit. You put in this big fucking wall. I give a shit. I've never heard of anyone putting a Celtic wall in 10 years. Go for it. Oh, fuck. Cornwall? Celtic wall. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Celtic Wall, capital Celtic. of the world, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Celtic Wall, capital of the world. I'm Celtic telling. Wall and natural four by eights. We we, <laughs> we keep that split face machine going. Um, but no, um, this large format wall. I get 20, 30 messages at a time. What kind of wall is that? And I'll, I'll tell you what. Tell you what type of the wall it is, but. Really, it doesn't matter because the only time you're going to put in this fucking wall is when the architect or the engineer specs this wall. You're not going to put this in at someone's fucking house. Tell you that right now. So it really doesn't matter. 99% of people don't have equipment that would swing that wall. Yeah. It's an eight-ton shovel to just move that wall block. 
It's, this is uh, a big block. It's already it's, well. I mean, around here, it's a ready rock wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and we've done ready rock too. And there's another. Mcon makes another one. Stone strong. They're Miller the makes one now. Yeah, there's a Miller block. Yeah. I don't know if they Which, still make it. They made it for a bit. By the way, that's all wet cast wall, and the tolerances really aren't that bad compared to the fucking six inch block with an inch variance on it or half an inch variance right like so how come the big guys can get this stuff right but whenever you try and do it in a manner what's the manageable... skid charge on that wall oh fuck i don't know i think that as soon as they come off the pallet the skids are broken there's so much weight on those pallets like eight thousand pounds how many weight. come per pallet three usually Oh wow. Really? wow! It's one of the reasons I bought the loader because, like, a skid steer can't lift or T five ninety five can't lift a pallet of this stuff. No, like wow. it's just just too big. Um, so we need a bigger machine. But and I mean, you didn't have just, to get a cat when you got the loader. True. Um, it's just unloading this stuff is a full day, right? Like, it's a full full ordeal. Hours it, and hours of unloading blocks. Five trucks worth. Six trucks worth. Seven trucks worth. They were talking about um, on the Cape Contractor podcast. They were talking about being a commercial. They had a, he had a commercial contractor guy on that river, and it was actually it was a great episode. I'll give Caleb his shout out, even though he doesn't listen to us, and he made that clear. Yeah. Uh, on multiple occasions. Multiple. Ca- I don't <laughs> listen to this podcast, but uh, they the were title of this I, episode will be Caleb. We know you listen to this episode. Oh, that's a good title. <laughs> we know you're listening, Caleb. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That should be the title of it. <laughs> oh, that needs to be the title. Caleb, we know you're listening. Caleb, the truth is out there. That's just Caleb. The truth is out there. That should be Caleb Abbott exposed. <laughs> Uh, they're talking about how much shit you do on a commercial site that's not like you were talking about unloading the truck but because you have the loader some van truck shows up delivering and a guy in a Hino shows up delivering plumbing parts and they need to pull a skid off the back so they're like yo bro can you pull this skid off the back and if you don't do it you're an asshole you're an asshole Yep. You fucking asshole! I won't pull the skid off. Sorry, you came unprepared, bro. It's not my problem. Oh, yeah. But if you do do it, and something goes crazy, you're the one that gets. Oh, you destroyed this skid of plumbing parts, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I wasn't prepared to unload this skid of plumbing parts. Yeah. It's like it just—it's a no-win situation. Yeah, and we got us to move about- propane cylinders around today. Who the fuck is in? What's your insurance going to say whenever something <laughs> blows up? Because you were moving fucking propane cylinders around that you weren't supposed to be moving. Wow. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Welcome we, to commercial contracting. At this, our yard, the shop is not insulated or heated. It's And it's a huge building. And somehow this like fucking, I mean, it's like 10 by 10 by 8 feet tall heater showed up. From United <laughs> Rentals, and I'm in the shop on Sunday, and Helen's like, says, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a hundred pound protein tank and hook up the heater." I was like, "Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I 
what are you talking about? He's going to run that thing for 12 minutes. Then you need to hook that up to a natural gas feed. That's going to cost you 2000 bucks a day to run that feed. That thing needs to go out of here. Or, or you can run it till you're bankrupt and I'll buy the shop. Is that all to, that's all to save the death cube from freezing? It's yeah. all to save the death cube. The death cube is gone. It's gone. Oh, wow. The death cube got emptied. And that and then and the cube went 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 away. I we're gonna get it back because I actually kind of liked it. I like the convenience of the pump. The pump was kind of cool, but it can't stay for the winter because we have no heat. And I don't either the guy that owns the shop is gonna bankrupt himself with this ridiculously stupid huge heater, or he's not gonna heat the shop. And I'm hoping he goes with don't heat the shop because uh and so then it'll freeze. So we didn't, yeah, the deaf cube is gone. Out the door. Uh, no more death for cube for now. Well, it will return. I liked it. It was only 28 bucks a month. My God, I used to eat, I used to have a budget of like $75 a month on pepperonis from gas stations. Before you turned vegan. Well, that's what I put into my CRM. $25, $75 a month on pepperonis. <laughs> that was the cost per month. You got to be real about your numbers, boys. Then you cut the carbonation. Mike's yeah. the numbers guy. I need, oh. I need this numbers thing. I, 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 I feel like I need the numbers thing. When is your program coming out? Mike, you've got the spreadsheet. Man. I don't want the spreadsheet. <laughs> I want the software. The software is coming. When? Uh, I'm hoping by the end I of the I don't want to sign up for someone else's shit because we do this together, this podcast. And it would make me feel horrible as a person to get someone else's crap. So, like, I need yours. When is it ready, Mike? It's coming by the end of the year, but there's, I can, I can not go bankrupt before the end of the year. The the other features, like we were talking about last week, like time tracking an app for your phone. These things will come in like 2023, maybe by the end of 2023 right now, this, the software will encompass what the spreadsheet does just more in a more efficient manner. I'm all about efficiency when it comes to spreadsheets. That's why I don't even use them. Blank. Easy to read. Filter through them fucking quickly. That's why. <laughs> I'm being, I'm, no, I seriously feel like we've had some deep discussions amongst the office staff after the arrival of the cat. And, <laughs> and <laughs> the office staff. Is the cat going in the budget? Yeah, probably. <laughs> business expense real talk whenever i first got my dogs i wrote off their dog food as protection for because i kept all my shit in um our garage and they protected the shit in the garage and the accountant put it down as protection for (laughs) to walk yeah oh yeah oh yeah security really yeah so sierra if you're listening you can go back and adjust my first year's taxes (laughs) By maybe I don't know thirty dollars a month or something. If you don't, how think big that's are the it. dogs? Uh, one's eighty pounds and one's thirty pounds. Which dog do you think would be more likely to protect the shit in the garage? The eighty pound dog or the thirty pound dog? Neither one. They wouldn't hurt a fly. Oh, they were. They're so soft. Our three-legged Mexican dog would protect the shit in the garage. He's Seems nervous. like something a three-legged Mexican would do. He's born from the streets, <laughs> that motherfucker. This dog, 
Um, have we ever talked about this dog on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a vicious dog. <laughs> oh, is the other he? one's. <clears throat> Sorry? He's vicious. He's a... The other one's timid, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a, a Mexican chihuahua mixed with a uh, pug. Hmm. Vicious. Not a dog you mess with, even when it only has three legs. I He has nipped me multiple times. Oh, really? Probably deserved it. Oh, I deserved it. I was probably bugging him and harassing oh, yeah. him. Like, I totally deserved it. I'm not, like, you know, I'd be like, anyways. So neither of your dogs would protect it, but you still wrote it off. Yep. The sage tax advice here on the Not Our Finest Hour podcast. I think we need a disclaimer somewhere. Sponsored by Psycho CPM. <laughs> Have a real dad is a heavy user of psychopm. <laughs> oh god, I hope, they, I hope they don't sue us. <laughs> I'm glad you used you didn't use the right name. CPM. Oh, didn't no it? no problem. Yeah. Okay, no problem. I changed it. <laughs> I I need your input, guys. So we've been out to eat three times or every every day since we got here. What is the right number to pay for your guys to eat? Or what would you expect if you were traveling to eat? Like, what would you be happy with? Are you paying when just I for was... one meal? I don't know. I think we're paying for everything. We're paying for lunch and dinner and coffees and breakfast and all this shit. But what's the right? Is there a number? Is there a magic number? When I worked at uh, Con Perm. <laughs> um... Keep in mind, they have a far deeper pockets. I don't all know their if skit, they do. Their skit usage fees. And the new <laughs> mesh charge is going to just... <laughs> See the amount yeah. of shrink wrap those motherfuckers use at Confirm. <laughs> I, block <laughs> oh, tech. We're they fucked. also have a lot of mesh. We're so fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. Uh, we used to receive uh, ten dollars for breakfast, twenty dollars for lunch, and thirty dollars for dinner. That's the golden rule. That's... I'm not saying that's a golden rule. You just asked me for my input, and that's no. The no I like that. I, I, I can. I like those numbers. But we that they they would give you that money and then you would you could spend yeah. whatever you wanted. Like yeah. say we went out for dinner and we spent I spent fifty dollars. They would reimburse me. Um, yeah. On they had a really cool app actually. It was awesome. Actually, that was like my favorite thing about that whole fucking job. The app where you put in your receipts and got your money back. Um. Uh, so they would like you could spend more, but that was what you got. Yeah, I like that. 10, 20, it was a 30. good system. I like that. Yeah. What about pickled eggs? Did they reimburse you for those? They did. That yeah. was an event. That was event costs. It was oh like a God. certain bu- a certain budget for events. I I was over the budget. <laughs> you were also over your event quota. I love that there's an accountant somewhere going through these different event <laughs> costs, and yeah. they see pickled eggs as a line. Lots of jars. Pickled eggs were popular, man. A lot of jars of pickled eggs went out the door. I oh, so this man. week. I got obsessed on uh, Sunday. Sometimes I get like super obsessed with things. And I got obsessed with the fact, like I save every story I've ever made on Instagram in my highlights, which they say is a bad thing to do because people don't like that, but I don't care. It makes me feel better about having created it to save it. So I've saved every story I've ever created since the stories began on Instagram and you could save them, but they were all these like random pictures of the first story, but now you can edit it and like make it an actual picture of your choice, which makes your page look nicer. So I started doing that 
on Sunday obsessively because there's like I, I think I'm up to so they hold a, each one holds a hundred stories and I'm up to like wow. paper king 28 <laughs> like 2800 random garbage stories of nothing that I'd say mostly I would say of the 2800 in the paper king story series at least 1500 of them are just hose shots of other people's jobs oh yeah uh, you're a catalog of other people's jobs but I started getting back into some of the old stuff from four years ago when I was at Conperm and they, Hey, it was some crazy shit there, man. There was one time we took a huge shovel bucket from like a 50 ton shovel at Hardco and burnt skids in it. We covered in gas and there's a video of me throwing it. Like I was like, this is crazy shit we were doing, man. Crazy. That's my kind of content. It was crazy. I, was, I was like, I can't believe I kept that job for as long <laughs> as they did. I can't believe I quit that job and they didn't fire me. Watching those videos, I'm like, I was horrible at that job. It was the least professional thing you could have been doing, whatever I was doing. <laughs> you you were the hype not... man for the entire company. Right. Right. You, like, that was you. You were the hype man for. That's not what I was getting paid for, though. I was supposed <laughs> to be professionally selling product in Eastern but... Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who made this decision to hire you? Like, what? Who hired it, me? Was it one person? That said, two. we need Mike. I met two people in the interview. Pro- well, there was like they. Some of them already knew me from. Yeah, of course they. Yeah. From other shit. But uh, who was the one that said this is the guy that we need? Right. I, so I don't know that exactly, but I I know <laughs> that uh, my sales manager Andrew and uh, I met the uh, vice president. I don't. Well, I don't know. They all have titles that I don't remember. But John, I'm sure if John's coming to your site next year, like John Sanchez, that it's going to be at least a hundred dollars. Charge to like I'm just joking. That's a total fucking joke. I totally made it up. Like don't no one fuck. Uh, I think John and Andrew were heavily involved in that decision. Maybe Marcus. I don't. Know. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. They're they're a great group of. I really like the people there. It was hard to leave there because I liked the people there so much. They were so nice to me. And why why Conperm? What? Why Conperm? As opposed to like another, that was the only people that showed any interest. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't a ton of interest. Uh, there, what I don't, I don't, I just, you know, what at the time I was looking for a change and uh, I was friends with the shelf and he was moving to uh, Technosil and they were looking for a rep in that area and I just. I needed a change, so I just said, uh, I just applied like anyone else, I guess. Really? Yeah, I just put in, I, I sent in a resume. Hmm. Uh, I don't so, even have a resume anymore. Well, I had to make one. It's not like I had one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm <laughs> can not you send us our, your resume so we can post it up here? And like when, we, when I do YouTube, finally, we can put the Paver King uh, resume up as a flash. <laughs> <laughs> I could, uh, I could, I could find it. It's on the computer still. <laughs> oh, Everything has no room. I have the. I I wonder. I wonder how fast long it would take me to find it. Like, can I share my screen? Mike <laughs> Pennington CV. I bet it's not even that hard to find. I have one from like I don't. I have. Well, I have them from when I was a long time ago. Um. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to organize trucks for tomorrow. I'll it's getting in the way of the, the end of the season. Uh, so I, 
did to conclude the stupid washroom job. So there's no, <laughs> there's nowhere to get into the backyard. It's like literally three feet. The gas meter is half buried in dirt. There's a, a armor stone retaining wall on one side of the three feet. So it's like <gasps> the shittiest access ever. It's in Toronto. They want us to rip up a concrete patio, dispose of it. And then originally it was a bunch of trenching and this bathroom no one had accounted for but was clearly on the fucking drawing so i priced it like super high going yeah i don't want anything and there was a pool there's a pool half in the ground sticking out three feet of it are sticking out of the ground on the back end it's buried too deep on the front end it's clearly not squared to anything that i can Ah. see by eye and the liner in it is 17 different liners glued together ah like I'm going to make a video uh, of this tomorrow and tag you guys. It's so fucked up. I got to so see this. I looked through, and it's people I've never met before. I don't know these guys. They It was actually a recommendation. Some other contractor from up north recommended us. Um, so I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, this is the epitome of shit I don't want to be involved in. Right. Like, this is a, a huge combination of crap. I don't want anything to do. But we don't, like I've said the last two weeks in a row, like we have nothing to do. So I was like, whatever, I'll <laughs> price in. It's probably better than everyone standing around at the yard staring at the sky in the rain. <laughs> what we did today. <laughs> so I priced it and I thought there's no way these guys are going to hire me. Like, I think I priced it at like a thousand bucks a bin. <laughs> so right I don't want to do this job. Like, fuck it. So and Kitchener it me back up. They took me back immediately. Can you start on Thursday? I'm like, motherfucker. I screwed this up. After 35 years, I still can't overprice something to the point where they don't call me. Mm. We're starting it tomorrow. Wow. Buggies going and the E20. The good. So then they call me back. I'm driving to soccer last night. They call me back and they say, we changed the format of the, the, the excavation under the cabana. I go, oh, okay. What are you doing now? It's supposed to be like a trench in a poured wall with a bunch of rebar in it. And they're like, we're just going to dig out the whole thing four feet deep. I'm like, bro, it's 300 square feet. <laughs> Excavate it all four feet deep. I'm like, what are you doing with the dirt? Guys, like, uh, like, we're just going to keep it in the yard. And then old Mike would have been like, hey, bro. This is 50 yards Four, of dirt. 45 yards. <laughs> yeah, that's without a fluff. It's 45 right. without a fluff. Right. Right? And then you fluff it. You're like 50, 55 yards. Easy. Easy. Might be more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it could fluff 30%. Like, so I'm like, bro, this is like 50 yards of dirt. He's like, keep it in the backyard. I'm like, okay. Because old Mike would have been like, this isn't a good idea. Because once you build the cabana, there's no way to get this dirt out of the fucking yard. But then I was like, new Mike was like, that's not going to be my problem because I'm not doing the landscaping here under any circumstances. If they call me for a price, it's $1 million. So uh, tomorrow we're going to go and dig essentially a pool beside the pool. And hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. I don't think they do. Okay. If they they wouldn't have hired you to begin with. <laughs> well, no, I mean, hey, that's not true because you've thing. gotten jobs from this before. Oh, that's well, right. That's, yeah, but the thing is, if, if they hired me, I was low. So even if I'm on here saying that I think I'm expensive, these people are like, no, no, you're low, bro. Right. 
because it had two other prices. Wow. So obviously my price that I thought was really high was low. So maybe the other guys didn't want to do it more than me. I don't know. We're going to go there tomorrow and see. Ripping up the patio is okay. That's yeah. just like pulling up interlock, putting it in a buggy, driving it out front, putting it in a bin. Because they were like, bring a triaxle. I'm like, dude, I got to bring a machine to load it. They're like, why? I'm like, because it's tall. Can't you just throw them up there? <laughs> it's awesome. I'm going to throw 600 square feet of pavers by hand. <laughs> so I'm at this meeting. I'm trying to trying to get jobs, right? So I'm going to all these meetings. which I haven't done in like two years. I'm at this meeting and my phone rings and it's Christy. I don't answer it because I'm at the meeting. It rings again. I don't answer it because I'm like, oh, she called twice. It's probably still the third time in a row she called me. I was like, I better fucking answer it. I answer it. She's screaming. At, she's at some random dude that I don't even know his name. He texts me and says, I need to get rid of a load of dirt. Like she's there. She's, this motherfucker hit my truck and wrecked the tarp. And she's losing her shit, screaming at the guy. And I'm like, whoa, I'm at a meeting. I'm not saying this isn't important. <laughs> But I can't talk about this right now at the meeting. And she's screaming so loud into the phone that the guy I'm standing beside is looking at me. I'm like, woo, first impressions. Can't ever get those fuckers back. Still got the job, though. Still got the job. Wow. Nice. Yeah, because he hit What did you do about the tarp? Uh, I think the fabricator guy hasn't been in yet, and it still sort of works. It's you know, not it's, it? it's too cold in the shop, so he hasn't been in. <laughs> <laughs> So it still works. And the guy did text me an offer to pay for it. So I'm just going to get the fabricator guy to bend it. He's good at, I ripped the tarp off the other truck twice in one week and he fixed it both times. So how did he, how did he hit the tarp? The tarp's on top of the truck. No. Well, the, you know, how the tarp bar bends by the front. So this yeah. is the whole story. He's actually, <laughs> so the truck was full and the guy wanted to put in a few more buckets. So Christy said, I'll dump oh, the Oh, it was a client, not some random fucking guy who hit it with his car. No, it was a client hit it with the, oh. with the skid You called steer. the client a motherfucker. She did. She was screaming at him, you stupid motherfucker. Pounding <laughs> on the glass of the skid steer while she was yelling at him. That's nice. service, that favorite thing. <laughs> the kind of service we provide. This is, might be why we're not super busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> So even better, the after all this shit went on, the guy called text me later in the day, I need a load of gravel and another load of dirt taken away. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> How desperate is the getting rid of dirt situation in Markham? <laughs> so but what happened what happened was the guy wanted to put in a few more buckets and Chrissy said, I'll dump the air so you can put it over the back tailgate. And there's always room there, like a volume of space. Or the, and he was like, no, 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 I can put it in the front. And she said, if you put it in the front, you're going to hit the tarp. Don't put it in the front. He said, no, no, it'll be okay. And then drove into the tarp. And that's how the controversy started. <laughs> that's how the controversy. Yeah. And then, but then he's still, he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. I don't remember what his name is. I don't, anyway, he's a nice guy. And obviously, Christy screaming at him and pounding on the glass of the skid steer didn't deter him from using our services. I, he, I'll say he, I've never called a client a motherfucker to their face and kept a job. I didn't. Well, no, but one of your employees did. Christy did. (laughs) (laughs) This is while she was trying to get into the sis here to beat the shit out of him. (laughs) 
locked himself in the skin suit. He had a glass on his <laughs> He lost himself in. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, uh, that's the life you lead when you have a bunch of trucks. Yeah. Is that you have all this crazy shit going on with stuff everywhere. It's... <laughs> anyway, it was... We here's a this is a I don't know we, I don't think we talked about this. So in the summer, there's like all these bin broker guys who like broker bins. And in the summer, this guy brokered a bin for Cody to go drop off. And she might have talked about this part of it. And she went to drop it off, but there was someone else's bin already in the driveway. And the guys on the job site wanted her to move the bin. And she's like, I'm not moving the bin. And she put our bin down on the road. And then they started giving her a hard time. So she said, go fuck yourself and hooked the bin and drove away and left. (laughs) Of course. What else would you do? Six weeks later, a different bin broker contacts me and goes, I need a bin to this address in Ajax. I go, cool. Okay. So I text Cody the address. She punches the GPS. She drives down there. It's the same fucking address with the same guy still working there at the house. Holy shit. What so were she they calls doing? Me, she calls me. She goes, these are the same fucking guys I pulled the bin off the road earlier in the summer. I said, I don't know. What did they say to you? She goes, they clearly remember me. <laughs> I, said, okay. I said, did they tell you not to put the bin down? She said, no. I said, put the bin down. She said, okay. She put it down. So now we've done three more bins there. <laughs> So like I don't I maybe like, talking about like they were getting killing him with kindness. <laughs> you want <to> hear <laughs> every drop off, every drop off with a smile. <laughs> Here's so where we bought our big dump truck from, then or with the tri- the new track. So where we bought it from, I won't mention it directly, but uh, there's something wrong with the spiff axle and the brakes aren't working or something. So they asked me like three weeks ago, can we bring it in? I said, listen, we're really busy. Like, is this an emergency? They said, no. I said, okay. It's so, a break's not an emergency. <laughs> so this week, last week, uh, they, Darian had a half day. So we called the guy and the guy was on holidays, but it went through the service department and the service department said, bring the truck by. We'll have a look at it and we'll tell you whether or not it's one of the trucks that needs the recall. So Darian takes truck down there. They look at it. They're like, yeah, this is one of the ones that needs to recall. Darian says, okay, when Rob gets back, the salesman we deal with, we'll call him on Tuesday. We'll set up an appointment. Mike's already talked to him about what has to happen. It was supposed to go to this shop in Oshawa for one day to get this problem fixed. So right after the tarp got hit and I was dealing with the stupid bathroom problem, I'm driving back and something else happened yesterday too that wasn't great. And this guy calls me and says, yeah, uh, we scheduled your truck. It's got to go to Brampton for three days to get this problem fixed. I said, why? Why would it go to Brampton? The truck's in Oshawa. The other shop was in Oshawa. Why would it go to Brampton? They're like, well, the PO's already been released, so it has to go to Brampton. I said, okay, like, it's not going to fucking Brampton. Period. It's not going there for three days. it's not. It's absolutely not happening. The guy's like, well, I said, why are you guys making decisions on where my fucking truck goes? It has my name on the ownership. It's my $240,000. You guys can suck ass. It's not going to Brampton. I said, send me a list of what's wrong with it. And I'll just pay my mechanic to fix it. Cause it's cheaper than the $5,000 in revenue. I'm going to lose sending the truck to fucking Brampton for three days. And the guy goes, well, 
it needs some kind of brake check. So you can't, your mechanic can't do it. I said, send me the list of what's wrong with the truck. I'll judge whether or not he can do it. And the guy says, well, no, no, I, you, he can't do it. I said, fine. I'm going to bring it back to the dealership. I'm going to park it there, take the plates off it and give me back what I paid for it in full. Fucking right. Absolutely. And they said, you know what he said? Well, it's depreciated. We can't do that. We'll lose money. I said, so it's so fucking gay for me to lose money? Sending my fucking goddamn truck to Brampton for three days? But it's not okay. Your company is 10 times more, probably more than that, at least 10 times bigger than mine. So that means you can, if I can afford to lose five grand in your eyes, you can afford to lose 50. So give me back what I paid for my fucking truck and then you can have it. And the guy's like, oh, I'll get the vice president of Canada to call you. Said, sure. That's going to cost you $100 50 grand. for a site visit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the end, because I haven't gotten really mad at anyone in a long time. In the end, after yell- I haven't yelled at anyone or like been really degrading to someone in at least three or four years. That's your driver's in the end, the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. One in particular. <laughs> in the end. Um, the guy called me back and he said, are you still mad at me? I said, I was never mad at you, bro. You're a reasonable person. Your co- company is a fuck show, not you. And he goes, okay, I made arrangements for the truck to go to Oshawa for one day. Fucking perfect. Yeah. Why couldn't it have Great. been that easy from the start? Well, it should have been. Why would yeah. you send a truck from Oshawa to Brampton? I got to, I'm like, I got to, it cost me a hundred bucks in fuel to drive to Brampton. Plus the guy's wages, plus a hundred bucks home. Like the truck doesn't move around for free. It didn't, I don't teleport it to Brampton. It doesn't like fly there. It has to drive there. Like you should be able to service it where you bought it, right? Like I don't, I don't understand why it has to go so far to get service. Uh, because truck, big trucks are like because they don't put the body on it, and then international international is not actually an Alice authorized Allison dealer. So when you want to get something done with the tranny, you have to take it to Freightliner. It's all these parts, like trucks all come from different places. Like your trucks probably got a now international is a Cummins dealer, so they can fix your motor if you wanted, but the Allison tranny, if you, I'm assuming it's an Allison in your truck, the new one. Yep. Yep. So if you needed that scanned, you'd have to take it to like a, uh, like a Freightliner dealer. That's an Allison dealer. Yeah. They won't have the software to scan the tranny. Hmm. And then the, (laughs) something went wrong with the box. And the dump body got put on the truck in Guelph. So I call international. I'm like, hey, I can't remember what it was. I'm like, this is wrong with the box. How much can go wrong with the dump box? I don't remember. It was something. It was like some valve on the air release for the tailgate oh, or something. Gate, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. But I called them. I'm like, hey, this is fucked up. They're like, yeah, no problem. Just bring it to Guelph. And we'll, oh, no, it was something on the PTO was loose. Because hmm. the people who put the box on put the PTO on for the. So I said, hey, there's something wrong with the PTO. It's leaking. And they said, no problem. I just bring it to Guelph for a day and we'll fix it. I said, yeah. what? Like, bring it to Guelph for a day and we'll fix it. So I called Brad. I said, Brad, how much is it to fix this thing? He's like, I don't know, like 200 bucks. I'm like, fix it. Yeah. I'll just fix cheaper it. To Absolutely. Pay yeah. But it's a squeeze. See, another big company putting the squeeze on the small guy. I'm all about fighting the squeeze play now. That's why I freaked out on internet. Sorry, on the people who we bought the truck off of. <laughs> National Inter. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the, the thing I, that really screws me up about it is 
In Oshawa, it takes one day to fix the truck. Well established in this whole thing going on. In Brampton, it takes three days to fix the truck. Is that because they're cutting the key and putting a fucking GPS tag on it so they can come steal it later? What the fuck do you need it for three weeks for? <laughs> yeah, that seems excessive. It's very, I don't, it was in my eyes, it was very excessive. I was very angry about the whole situation. Well, I'm not as angry now. It was a good venting. Clearly, clearly you're over it now. <laughs> totally over it. Same as the guy who makes the, the gravel and the dirt removed. <laughs> uh. That was a. That I, so that I'm we're starting the uh, the excavation job tomorrow. Nice. So we'll see how it goes. 